Yo, it's it's the podcast time now. Yeah, it is. It sure is. I hurt my back a little. Oh no! Oh no! I'm sleeping, I think. What happened? Or, I don't know. Just a little slept on it wrong. So I wish you we had hurt a, your back. Yeah, if you don't my remember back, what you did. Your back no, decided to start hurting. My back is hurt. This feels like we should have had some kind of mattress ad or something to go with this. A Theragun but, ad. Or a Theragun Always keep ad. this bad boy oh, by shit. me. Oh, shit. You keep that thing on you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at that. I yeah, I got my piece on me. <laughs> Kevin just pulled that into frame in such a dramatic way. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's literally just outside of frame so that he can... I, I need it by me at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. The I life mean, of, a, of an engineer producer. Mm-hmm. Not great on the body. Yeah, my lower back hates me. I recently told, uh, this is the podcast, Yo, Is This Racist, (laughs) where we eventually talk about racism, voicemails that you send us, uh, Tawny Newsom, Andrew T., producer Kevin Bartell. Um, I recently told the woman who does my lashes, I recently hipped her to the idea of an anti-inflammatory diet Mm. for Mm. her pain. And she has had night and day results. Wow. Guys, should I be a doctor? Yeah, I you think so. You already are. You're right. I All I need is a bungalow behind a mansion in Brentwood and a cashmere sweatsuit, an Instagram <laughs> yes. account, and no scruples. Dress for the job <laughs> <Yep>. you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like describing a very specific naturopath I accidentally went to and shouldn't have. Um, but yeah, but anybody, anybody wants to get on that AIP autoimmune protocol to clear up their inflammation, it can, it can have real effects on, on pain. Just wow. a little, just a little non-racism related life tidbit. Yeah, for you guys. Mm-hmm. Wow the 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 show is. I'm thrown from my back. I should have had my Theragun. I should have post made it a Theragun. Yep. Mm-hmm. To my back. My energy is low because I was at a, a oh yeah desert party all night. You were really uh, you're doing it. The even just the small amount that I saw of it was really. I don't know what I thought you were doing, but... What did it, you think? What did I... I don't even know what I told you I was doing. I think you just said you were going to the other desert. Yeah. I did that I twice think that's this it. week. Oh, maybe that's it. I went I guess to Joshua I, Tree with friends just for like a day. Mm-hmm. Saw a band, ate some food. And then uh, I just went to the Salton Sea. Mm-hmm. Which this is all for our other podcast. It's called Yo Can We yep. Live. It comes out on Fridays. You can subscribe Ooh. on Suboptimal Pods. Uh, com, but that's Amazing. our racism antidote show so i don't want to get too much into it here yeah, because here yeah, yeah we have to eat our broccoli so that we can have dessert on friday oh i had some good broccoli I really love broccoli yeah oh, we talk about it on the other show exactly um, huge tease for the listeners <laughs> we do andrew's tasty broccoli <laughs> we we uh racism news uh the one that i had in my brain was less these are sort of more political or broadly culture stuff, but kind of they're really, at least one of them, they're really just talking about racism. Um, but I think the thing that I was able to pay attention to this week is the New York Times, uh, as usual, their op-ed section, uh, you know, this one is less openly fascist than some of the other stuff. They write routinely uh, pay people lots of money to uh, write. But um, they, I don't, I, I, I think it was just the board 
I don't know if there was an author attached to this, uh, just had this like op-ed that was basically like, that said stuff like, uh, paraphrasing, like the right to like say whatever you want and not be shunned for it and not be shunned or f- shamed for it is like a fundamental right as an American, which is lunacy. I mean, these I'm people, like, it's have just you like, ever been in a middle school? Like, no, yeah. it's not, bro. <laughs> I mean, the whole point of free speech is you can say whatever you want, but then people are going to call you a fucking bigot and not want to hire you or live near you or let you participate in their social activities. You know how many comedians would not exist if we all just got to say whatever we want when we were 12 years old and not get roasted and shunned and belittled for it? Yeah. There would be no comedy. We'd all be so well adjusted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. It's really, I don't know. I mean, I I think it's the, the thing where like, I, the sad thing is, like, the New York Times is considered the liberal media, quote-unquote, and it really is unbelievable how much they just love racists and bigots of all stripes uh, and kinds. Uh, and this is just another, you know, this it goes, and it's not just their op-ed, it is their reporting, it's just all around. They love racists, uh, and I wish well, they, they did. They love clicks. yeah. But they love racists. <laughs> well, I mean, to me, they're fascinated by racists. And mm-hmm. they, it, it's like, and they think it's so important to give them a platform and disproportionately like promote their views. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's the thing guess, that was like annoying. Yeah. I guess I'm fundamentally, um, I, I guess I'm just not a journalist. Andrew, we're not journalists. Because mm, uh, you're a doctor. Doctor, not a journalist. Yeah. Officially a natural, non-licensed doctor. <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome to LA. No, I guess I'm just like, even the idea that, okay, even back when, <laughs> you know, let's say like 2019 or something, when we were like real gung-ho about this podcast. <laughs> not that we're not like gung-ho now, but you know, we like, we had guests every week because we were at a network and that was the way the show was structured, whatever. But we mm-hmm. were like, you know, every now and then, like, I remember I got, like, a couple DMs or, like, stuff sent to my managers or whatever of, like, uh, people with questionable uh, uh, views and backgrounds and stuff wanting to come on the show in, like, a spirit of, like, debate me, you know? Yeah. And I guess I was just, like, one, that sounds like the worst afternoon for me. That doesn't sound fun, so no. But two, like, e- even the idea that this can generate clicks and attention and but i was like but but i don't want that yeah so why why do (laughs) why do news publications want it is it just the i i mean i because i think it is they are like amoral anti-moral possibly and we are perfect well we are at least like not actively uh promoting bigotry (laughs) for money that's true yeah, it's because we also, have other jobs where we sell out. Yeah. Well, where we accept the incidental bigotry of our industry yeah. for money. Okay. Sorry, Kevin, go ahead. I also think like trying to be quote unquote objective, like as a news publication, it's like, well, the thing you're trying to be objective with is dangerous. Mm-hmm. You, I really don't want uh, any publication to be like, well, we should hear both sides of it with something like racism. Like if it's yeah. a basketball team, whatever, who cares? But if it's, I don't know, something where it's like people's lives are at stake and like what you're saying can promote 
uh, violence. Uh, no, yeah. you sh- I don't. Well, and I don't want any not- publication to be like, True. well, let's hear both sides of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the the argument is always like, oh, how are you going to know what they're up to if you just if you don't listen? You're in your echo chamber, and it's like. It's the even the implication that like racists have something new or interesting to say mm-hmm. is fucking racist. Like, what are you talking about? Like, they trust me. We yeah. do this show. I block the shit out of everyone. And yet still, I'm able to process and hear the latest in racist thought because it hasn't changed in 5,000 years. No, it's a greatest it's, hits record for sure. Yeah. It's so, uh, anyway. So they're, they're a speaking, cover band. Yeah, they're a, they're a tribute band. And you know, to Kevin's point, um, as a puppeteer last night at this desert art party I went to said, <laughs> we're living in a post-truth society where any and everything can be debated. Isn't that awful? And I was like, speak truth, man in a, a, a purple monster <laughs> costume. And then the monster was like, I think. Blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, no. Because just debating a puppet is always more fun than debating a human. You're right. That's true. A yeah. little racist puppet. That's what I mm. want to see. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of our industry, and this is something we, we were touched on beforehand, and again, it's sort of adjacent to uh, a, a directly racist thing. I mean, it has its mm-hmm. clear antecedents in racism, but it is also just like Hollywood doing their thing. I will say I, I had been sort of like, talking about this earlier in the week and I don't know how it ended up and maybe there are things that mitigate some of this stuff but the last thing I saw was the show Good Trouble which you know I have friends that work on that show um it's not for me but it uh you know sort of like target demographic wise not for me um but you know they they try to uh, you know do real issues and whatever and one of the things they did which is a uh, is a cause that is, you know, I at least lately have had more fluency in is um, sweeps of uh, um, encampments um, of unhoused folks uh, in L.A. So that's like mm-hmm. sort of the, I, I believe this was shot, I assume, somewhere in downtown L.A., maybe like Skid Row. But they did a storyline about protesting uh, sweeps, which is a thing that has been happening, uh, as I think people have been a little more politically motivated and also as um you know uh the there's just less there's more inequality everywhere and there's more homeless folks everywhere um little tokyo so oh it's little tokyo okay mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so that is sort of near yep near uh, downtown or mm-hmm. it is downtown um and to accomplish this shot in the real location uh there was a sweep of people's uh, homes and belongings uh, to clear the area so that a fake protest could be built. Now, um, or sorry, uh, the the thing I was not clear on and, and did not hear the conclusion of is the direct, like, so that of it. There's possibly a world where, you know, the the sweep happened at least ostensibly for a different reason, Um sort of very unclear, I don't know, I'm unclear, maybe not everyone's unclear about um, the details of it, which is, uh, yeah, anyway, it's just one of those ironies, because, like, not just. It is, uh, from our perspective, the thing that we know about is the kind of ironies of, like, working on TV production or being a creative, like, um, and 
also letting the rest of the industry sort of rumble forward and do things that are questionably um, mm. questionably good, if not downright evil, or at least allowing evil things to happen and, you know, profiting from them. Uh, you know, so this is like irony because this was about a protest of literally the exact thing that happened. But like anytime we shoot something downtown, there's mm-hmm. a chance something like this happens. Um and other communities and countries, too. I think about that a lot, about how distanced often, like, you know, let's say Andrew today created a show and needed to film it somewhere where there were a lot of people living below the poverty line. That production would, you know, obviously pay people a certain amount to either be displaced for the day or to kind of interrupt their, you know, their comings and goings. Like pe- people do get paid a, a, an amount when a when a production rolls in and wants to film on your street or in your house. However, we've seen a lot of times where it's not always proportional to the amount of money they might give uh, a nice wealthy family, you know, mm-hmm. film, living in Malibu or something like that. And even Andrew being Andrew with like his best intentions, the creator of the show and the the writer often get so removed from what ends up happening, what ends up going through, you know, the production company, through locations, all this stuff that it just, it it's always like, it always strikes me as, you know, when you create something, how on top of the, yeah. the day-to-day that, management, you know, well, of that sort of thing so that you're not disproportionately or so that you're not affecting people negatively or not paying them properly for interrupting their lives. Yeah. I mean, I think the other part is like, this is, again, like sort of a visibly ironic version of this, but we're all complicit always in some sort of misery um, and profit from it. And like, you know, and and we just don't know and we choose to live or or are only able to live in a certain type of ignorance. Um, Again, this is just one of those like, not to minimize it, but it is the irony of it, which makes this more noteworthy than like any other given production right. or any other like practice uh, that you do. So I don't know the, you know, there was definitely a little bit of that. Oh, one, we did not talk about this before um, we started recording, but I just remembered as we were talking about this, there's also apparently a new Harry Potter video game where you are, uh, Kevin maybe knows more about this, but like the point of it is to like, uh, like prevent the goblins from like organizing. I think it's sort of like an anti-labor, what? but it's all framed as goblins and shit. What? Like you're One, you're essentially wait, like a Pinkerton. There's, there's goblins in Harry Potter. Two. So. Are you talking about the Weezer album Pinkerton? Three. What? What is any of this? Uh, Kevin. No, Pink- Pinkertons uh, were the union busting detectives. They're they're uh, evil. I don't know that uh, term. Presumably, that's what the album's named after. Maybe the album's oh. named after fetishizing Asian women. Oh, so I don't know how it <laughs> just how as that good. applies to. <laughs> I uh, my only experience with this game is this morning I saw a video of someone uh, a, a wizard uh, making a huge sword appear from the ground and then stabbing a zombie with it. Unfortunately, I, that's all I know about the game. But uh, I'll look into <laughs> it and we need Matt. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe we don't need anyone. This Uh, this is all shit that we don't know about, obviously, but it just reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Should we we just do voicemail or something? Yeah, I thought we could take a 
little break. Maybe it'll be a Theragun ad, and maybe we'll all get our backs right. Ouch. Okay, and we are back. Yeah, let's uh, let's kick a voicemail. We're keeping things kind of right and tight today. Mm-hmm. Righty tidy. Last week mm-hmm. was a little lefty Lucy. <laughs> boy, um, boy, boy, boy. Lefty Lucy it could ever. be the name of this show too. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, it could be Lefty Lucy because we're lefties, but we are loose with yeah. facts and details. <laughs> yeah, and politics. <laughs> Hi, Andrew, Tony, Kevin, and guest. Um, I'm a white dude from Maryland, um, and I would like to tattle on the state of Maryland. Um, oh, yeah. The whole state. Uh, so uh, recently it was Harriet Tubman Day on a Thursday, March 10th, celebrating life of Harriet Tubman. And um, Maryland, a lot of Maryland lawmakers and public figures are trying to uh, get in and claim Harriet Tubman. Yes, Maryland's own Harriet Tubman. Uh, woohoo. She escaped the state. She, I mean, she. The great thing she did was escape Maryland because she was enslaved in Maryland, and I think that Maryland needs to just say, I don't know, not lay claim to her after her death. Mm-hmm. It's just the whole thing. Uh, Maryland's exhausting. I mean, cars were states. States were cars. Maryland would be a Volvo with a blue line sticker on it. And I just, I want more people to yell at Maryland for clownery like this. That's pretty much it. Please talk on my state. Love your show. Hope you're well. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If Maryland were a car. Wow. Yeah, I mean. Is that true, even? <laughs> I don't know. I've been to Maryland. Have you been to Maryland? Yeah. I got really nothing to say about it. Yeah. Which is I, I probably mean, the yeah. biggest insult. This one. Honestly, I know. <laughs> I, it's such a drag. I'm like, I can't I, even come up with an insult for you. I don't state. know. <laughs> well, I guess there's crab cakes. I do love a crab cake. Yeah. I feel like you can get those all over the... Oh, Eastern. not like in Baltimore, though. Okay. Let me tell you, Tony. <laughs> oh, boy. Andrew knows a thing about a place. <laughs> <laughs> no, Here he goes. Uh, obviously, the specifics of this were not important to the question, but it was it was, you know, just this is like a very like cranky local version of like when Republicans like post Martin Luther King quotes or whatever, you know, it's yeah. just like everything is will be co-opted by the bigots and the people. Um, mm-hmm. Is it more annoying? I don't know. I mean. So Harriet escaped uh, slavery. It seems that she was in Dorchester County somewhere and fled to Philadelphia. Maybe first she went to Baltimore. I don't know. I'm I'm skimming facts here, but yeah. So so the caller's correct that like her claim to quote unquote fame in Maryland is that she was enslaved there. Yeah. Should the state that enslaved the historic figure just keep quiet or should they is there an appropriate celebration yeah of a person like her well i mean i think like all of not all maybe like many of these sort of like things partially it's that like the frustrating thing is the the clear desire to whitewash history 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same with Martin Luther King. It's the same with most discussions of the practice of slavery, of Jim Crow. You know, there's a lot of think yeah a lot of passive voice a lot Mm -hmm. of like and then this happened Mm -hmm. you know and the big so of course i would imagine like most of these things there's a more honest way to talk about it's like we did this we profited from this um we still enjoy the fruits of this labor yeah um here are all it, the things that were built by enslaved people that are still standing today you know yeah. that walgreens that used to be a bank which was also a this yeah or the generational wealth that was created from shit like this it's like mm-hmm. yeah this is why vanderbilt university i think <laughs> exists maybe not vanderbilt i don't remember but, you know it's just like any plantation shit like it's all like mm-hmm. the the desire to just like yeah 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 it was in the past of it is like that's sort of the disgusting part mm-hmm. i think imagine maybe yeah. i'm missing something but it feels like there's a more honest way to talk about it which is like yeah fuck this shit that we um, did right like yeah taking the passive voice out of it um this is also the bicentennial it's 200 years since she was born so mm, wow i'm sure there's a lot more um uh, people talking about her in a stupid way yeah and just in a like you said just in a whitewasher like uninformed way yeah so um yeah i i don't know if this is it certainly is not a maryland problem this is a the caller would really like it to be though that i feel like we're letting the caller down they just want us to dunk on maryland and we're coming up empty because spoiler alert all the states have one or more of these Oh, I was going to say, spoiler alert, we don't know. We continue to not know jack shit about Maryland or almost any state, really. Okay, I can talk shit about one specific place in Maryland. I can talk shit about um, a synagogue in Bethesda, Maryland, where I went with the Second City. And they put, (laughs) take this, hey, synagogue, you're on notice. They said that the Second City was coming, and so they put table table topper like uh advertisements that said the second city and had tina fey's face all over them (laughs) so the audience thought they were about to see tina fey and then Mm. six idiots in blazers came out just six nobodies came out and they hated us and i blame see you yeah i blame who made the marketing materials so that's my one piece of shit or one shit talking about maryland that doesn't sound that fun (laughs) No, it was a really bad... There was also a chocolate fountain at the back of the room that everyone was just screaming about and trying to get to. So imagine trying to do thoughtful, somewhat patient sketch comedy while people Ooh. are just, like, expecting Tina Fey and trying to get to a chocolate fountain. <laughs> oh, my God. You should... Yeah, every man. every sketch show should have a, a chocolate fountain in the back. You know, on the stage, maybe, but not in the back. <laughs> right up front. <laughs> um, okay, so Maryland and all states... Get your shit together when it comes to your uh, your historic civil rights heroes. Yeah. Oh, one thing I saw that was kind of like an interesting way to do it. Um, you know, again, this doesn't really change anything, but at least it's a type of perspective or to like throw out of people's hypocrisy. Bigots don't really care about their hypocrisy, but mm-hmm. um, they're uh, on... Uh, probably the beginning of March is, or maybe March on International Women's Day, uh, my birthday, March 8th. Uh, happy birthday to me. Um, 
the, you know, there was all these corporations that were like, happy International Women's Day, blah, blah, blah. And there, mm. this bot, um, I, I guess it was UK-based because it was based on publicly available data, would just immediately quote tweet it and just say, um, you know, women at this organization make X percent less than men. Ooh. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> um, we love it. It was this. pretty, you know, but it's also, I, I think the most clear one is just every year, um, when the FBI wishes everyone a happy Martin Luther King Day, and oh, people are like, "Well, if you wanted, if you respected him so much, you could have just not murdered him," kind of shit. Yeah, that's the um, most insane one. The FBI. Yeah. Here's, um, here's my Marilyn Burn. Hey, <laughs> hey, Marilyn, your nicknames are Old Line State, Free State, Little America, and America in Miniature. It says a lot that. All of your nicknames are <laughs> even more boring than the word Marilyn. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, ew, ew, ew. Sorry, Kevin, Marilyn. Kevin, got your ass, to. Marilyn. <laughs> got your ass. Wow. Also, like, I can't think of less catchy nicknames. Like, each one, as you said it, I forgot it. It vanished from my brain. Yeah. More dry <laughs> than the last. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Just like your crab cakes. Just like, Boo. Oh. Damn. Crab cakes are really They're good. usually I love, really delicious. Sorry, Marilyn. Crab cakes. They're usually You're a whole um, loaf of dry bread. <laughs> <laughs> um, caller, I hope we, I hope we successfully roasted your state for mm-hmm. you. I, I don't know. You gotta move somewhere. If you move somewhere else that has a little more personality, then we'll know more about it, and we can give you a better, a yep. better mm-hmm. reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, should, should we do another fixating on the state. That's that might be your problem. It's not right. It's uh, it's all this shit constantly. Yeah, let's fire it up. Hey guys, love the show. Okay, so I'm a Chinese American who has come to realize that maybe for some of my white friends, I might be like their token person of color friend, you know. Um, and, and they're great, you know. They're not bad. Uh, but, but I kind of, as I've realized this, I've sort of kind of come to wonder, like, whenever they perform, like, microaggressions, uh, not, not just towards Chinese people, but, you know, like, towards other people of color, exactly, uh, as, as the token friend, <laughs> how Aww. responsible I am to, like, be like, ooh, that, that's not cool, or calling them out on it. Um, I, I guess I will say, Maybe I feel bad because I feel like I have not called them out on stuff as much as I could. Um, but yeah, yeah, like, but is that even my responsibility? Uh, but yeah, uh, love your show. Thanks. Would like, like to hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Caller. The caller you... on a, is on a path. You didn't ask for this assignment. <laughs> what? Why, why do you even think that this is your responsibility? That just made my heart sink. This oh. poor person being like, I mean, one, it's everybody's responsibility to 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 call everyone out that they love to to make them better people, sure. But like, for you to phrase it like that, like because I'm the only one, it's mm-hmm. now my job. It's like you hopped into a car and nobody knows how to drive, and you're like, well, I guess it's my responsibility as the only one who. No, yeah. those people yeah. should know how to drive. It's yeah. not your job. Get out of the car. Like, I right. I feel <laughs> yeah. like the analogy is like. It's so, like, the, the caller's gonna get there, I hope. And I feel like I've been 
a person like that before, but like just the little things that she's been, she was saying about her friends. I'm like, I think, I think you are, you're rationalizing some shit, you know, just like I'm the only person of color around and that like really more than I think, I don't know. I think it takes sometimes people a while to realize this is a humongous red flag. Like, yeah. it's not, like, close that these are good people. And then the caller saying, they're good people. They just yeah. <laughs> do these microaggressions all the time, and I don't say anything. And it's like, yeah, I know, and I know you're probably friends with them, and they're probably nice to you, et cetera. But, like, also, you really should consider not being friends with these people. Like, Yeah. You're the you're just, only one? It's not a good situation. No, like, this is bumming me out for you. Yeah, like kind of the the but the like rationalizing like no they're okay I just you know it's my is it my responsibility to do more and it's like yeah I think but also like I I wouldn't be particularly optimistic like I will tell you those people are not going to be as responsive as you think right and there's not um, one other there's not one other white in there who can make it their responsibility to call them out is there if you do want to stay in this vortex (laughs) yeah odd friendship vortex is there one person who you think might have some goddamn sense who you can tug on their elbow and be like hey can you help me out and like maybe we can sort of tag team some of these offenses like i'll get one you get one just so i don't go crazy being the fucking like culture cop i mean i think the reading between the lines of it and this is a thing again i think we even said it last week which is like it's not about like them fucking up. It's the, I, I, I think, like, I'm confident. I'm just, maybe this is yeah. not correct, but I'm confident reading between these lines, which is that, like, you know, the caller doesn't like bringing it up partially because there's conflict and confrontation based mm-hmm. off of it. And, like, yeah. guess what? That starts to tell you that these are bad people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the fact that you don't want to do this or you don't want to get into it with them, the fact that you even have to get into it with them when they do shit like this, it means they're bad people. I guess potentially, and look, maybe I'm looking at it in a pessimistic way, but I don't think and so. And if it's happening enough where you have to think about this, like imagine the amount that it's happening when they're just like home alone. Like yeah. Yeah. the fact that it happens this much, it's not just like a one like, well, that was fucked up, but they have never said anything like that, whatever. Even that's still bad, but it, it, clearly like there's a pattern where like you are feel like you've been put in this situation like to me that means like it's kind of a tip of the iceberg like there's unfortunately probably many more examples of it that you don't you know we don't even know about the fact that you're coming up with a damn game plan for this habitual behavior that tells me how habitual it is the fact that you're calling a podcast because you're trying to come up with a plan for not only like oh how do i address these things that happened in the past but how what do i do going forward because you're so sure it's going to happen again yeah, Ooh, I think baby, that's the get thing. Out. There, there is no path forward. Um, yeah. There is no, like, the. I think the caller is, like, looking for something that doesn't exist. Yeah, no. I mean, my my own, just to give any advice if you don't want to leave this friendship is, yeah, like, deputize one of the other white people to at least help you with it. But I, I'm not even really standing behind that advice. I'm like, get out of there. Hell, I yeah. look at people's, if I see somebody has a wedding and every <laughs> every person in the wedding party, and I'm I'm not talking their family, but if they have like friend, all friends, like all their closest friends in the wedding party, if it's entirely white, I'm like that's a mental note for me to just 
yep. stay at yeah. arm's length a little bit. Not like they're yeah. villains, but I'm just like, I don't need to be working to get closer to these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. I, they are kind of villains. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? In they might this be. They might goddamn not be. day and age, are you kidding? Like, that's like, if you're purposely or inadvertently self-segregating like that, or if people yeah. of color can't stand to be around you that much um i don't know it's It's not a great look yeah especially when it's like these are supposedly your closest people that you've selected to be your wedding party i'm like huh so these are the closest people over like decades of your life huh Mm -hmm. you're 40 years old and you're okay yeah all right this is the group okay and do not take this as a suggestion that uh you need to acquire a person of color to be at your wedding party. No, you got, uh, yeah, you got to go trap one like a Pokemon. Yeah. If you didn't have one readily available, that just nope. means you're a bad person. Hurry up. You, go get one. Come on. Start hanging around. <laughs> start hanging around Jamaican food restaurants. And, uh, oh man, there's a new one uh, open downtown that I'm, I think I was almost went to yesterday. Well, Andrew, I don't know when you're planning to have a wedding, but you better get over there and start making some inroads. I'm making some inroads in this oxtail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite food. It's really good. I just saw um, Sydney Washington, friends of the show, very funny comedian, uh, recently moved here from New York, and she tweeted about how L.A. has overpriced oxtail. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's a I don't that's know a that fact. I've ever paid a fair amount for mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. any food that wasn't tacos in this city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. paid far too much for all mediocre food in this town yeah the the um yeah that the, i guess well yeah the the that's sort of a dearth of all uh good food like that i don't know i don't know it's just not a thing out here i guess oh well it's because we've uh pushed all the black people out <laughs> yeah i think that's probably probably a pretty reasonable guess mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well that's grim we're back back to the racism podcast is back yeah we're, we're doing racism it. podcast um I, and caller i will just say just really quick before we leave you this might have been tough to hear you might really like these people but I, I guess i'm just i'm wondering like you sound like you care a lot about yeah. these friendships for who knows why I guess I'm just like, if they cared half as much about you, they yeah. wouldn't be putting you in this position. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, it's, I, but I think it's the like care kind of turns into wishing people were different people. Yeah. And the thing is, it's yeah. like, they're not, they're, they're the people they are. And you know, you can't, it, you, you shouldn't ignoring the, the, the ways in which, their reality differs from your ideals of them yeah. extracts a cost and you're paying that cost over and over again. And, you know, I would just consider not paying it. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't owe anyone your friendship. And yeah, let me tell you in a year, in 18 months, when you've cultivated a slightly different group, and I'm not saying like you have to, it's a fire sale and all of those people have to go, I'm, I'm still holding out hope that maybe there's an ally lurking in there who is just too cowardly to speak up. But, you know, when you've kind of reformulated your friend group a bit and it looks a bit more like uh, the world that you see around you, you're going to feel such relief. You're just going to yeah. feel such relief at having 
yeah, just having a more comfortable, uh, yeah, diverse group of people. It'll be it's a lot just, easier than this bullshit. You had to yeah. call us yeah. about this bullshit? You're, just, th- these people are stealing your time and energy. Yeah. You had to what get are, on a phone, get a, call a damn podcast, probably on your day off from work. No one wants to call a podcast. Trust us. No. No, you should, be get, oh. you should get to call a podcast about some dumb shit. Uh, I will say to to the one like listener, your stupid state. One, <laughs> yeah, call about whatever state you live in and have somebody roast that. That's fun. <laughs> there, there was one caller this week that I I couldn't tell what happened. I, it felt like technical phone difficulties potentially, but it was like one the first call they like hung up in the middle. They're like ah fuck this, and then called back something like seven more times. But each time the audio got fainter and fainter. So I think the last one actually was the whole question, but I couldn't hear it. Uh, and, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Uh, hopefully it was just an elaborate prank and people are the, the caller who is, I guess, racist was enjoying themselves. But I don't know what else, what the fuck was happening here. My, my I, I don't know how, how you both feel about this, but my philosophy has always been maybe to a fault, but. Uh, I am so ready to drop any friend that does something that I think is like, yeah, like a non-recoverable thing. Oh yeah, I, I, I blocked someone's phone number and Instagram and stuff because I I f- heard something that they did and I was like, this person's out. Like, and I and I slept fine. <laughs> it was just yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm so ready to like not have those people in my life. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Like, that you have nice qualities too. A lot of people have nice qualities that do yeah. bad things. Like, but that doesn't matter anymore. So yeah, I, I'm just so easily may, maybe to a fault. Like when I when someone does something that I'm like we're done i don't know like it's just not worth yeah. it like like tawny said like there's so many better people out there that aren't gonna do stuff like that but yeah yeah and if you're uncomfortable labeling them as bad because i just i can tell the caller is like they're not bad people and like you're not quite in sure. the place that we are yet yeah uh, there are people that won't make you feel like this yep. like and yeah. that could be anything just people who cause you too much stress or discomfort or anything those aren't healthy here's, friendships here's um, a good metric uh, if you have to say, I mean, it's not like they're a bad person about mm-hmm. one of your friends. They are a bad person. Yeah. Ooh. Tough. Oof. Like, Tough come on. What are you talking about? Why? Who needs to defend a friendship like that? And that's the best yeah. part about friendships is like, unlike family, you can drop people. <laughs> like, it's not like, yeah. well, I'm stuck with them forever. It's like Th- throwing this out there family too but <laughs> yes yeah that's true <laughs> andrew's a savage though not everyone's as brave as you i you know i and I, I, but family too but you're right at absolutely at higher cost and you know it is not as as trivially easy as that yes yeah, and friends. you know i'm not saying like ending friendships or, or seeing less of people doesn't also take its toll but i am just saying this toll to the caller will be actually less than the cost you are currently paying. Yeah. Like, again, I don't know. Maybe maybe our read on this is not correct, but I remain confident that it is. I remain confident in our abilities to tell you to get I, better friends. Get the fuck out of there. 
Um, what? Just like the poster for the movie Get Out that Jessica Gao texted me in response to a video that I sent the group thread of the kind of burnery desert party I was at last night. Mm -hmm. I texted it and I said, is this the final boss of infiltrating white spaces? And all she responded with was the poster for Get Out. So let us let us give that to you, caller. Yeah. (laughs) Get out of there. Get out. Okay. And uh, if anyone else wants us to be probably more mean to them than they maybe deserved, uh, call in 323-389-7223, 323-389-RACE. Um, leave your little questions about uh, racism. Uh, what else do we say? Trotty Newman, Andrew T., Kevin J. Bartelt on social media, Suboptimal Pods uh, on Instagram. Uh, suboptimalpods.com if you want to support us including uh, we got a little bit of uh, uh, people were interested in the duck and around and 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 fine and out shirt Uh, it is available for sale Mm -hmm. Um, the shirt with too many words and not enough of a point (laughs) not (laughs) enough anything makes uh, no sense Uh Um, yeah is that a show That's that's a whole ass show we did it that's a show we did great All right. Peace. Thank you. Bye-bye. This is Sabatini.